Hey, 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 guys. How are you today? I would like to welcome you all to the Life of Growth and Peace podcast. I am Coach Gazi, or as some of you may know me, Jazzy Jazz. I would like to say thank you for dwelling with me. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you guys for your continued support and love. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are an existing supporter, hello, how are you today? Um, Today I am coming to you with the means of accountability. (laughs) Um, It's just something that I've kind of been having multiple conversations about within the past few days, maybe, you know, the few, the past few weeks or so. And so it's kind of been like really heavy in my spirit, you know, to just talk about accountability and, you know, even the ideologies that I've had concerning being accountable and what that looks like, you know, each person's definition of accountability is different. Um, We've all had different experiences to make us accountable in different ways. Um, We've all dealt with or been associated with people who we felt could be more accountable. So there are so many different facets of accountability and so many different ways to see them. So I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about accountability and kind of what it means to me and just my viewpoint on it. And if you guys have any suggestions or anything you want me to talk more of, you guys can always send me an email at lifeofpeace2020 at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to, you know, have these conversations and dive in and just take a look at what you guys are saying and speaking and things of that nature. So um, the dictionary version of accountability is the fact or condition of being accountable, um, i.e. responsibility, right? And I feel responsibility is different for everyone. You know, I don't know if any of you are like the older sibling, you know, that your youngest sibling didn't have as much responsibility as you may have had growing up. So in areas that you're responsible, you feel like they may be irresponsible. And then also they may feel like, you know, you're irresponsible in certain areas that they are responsible. So responsibility can probably go in like many different facets. And so... um I was looking into like, what does it mean? What do we mean by accountability, right? Like what, what does that, what does accountability look like? And it says when an individual or department experiences consequences for their action, their performances, and you know, things of that nature, um, you know, without it, it's difficult to get people to assume ownership of their own actual actions because they feel that you know, they won't have to face any consequences. And like, you know, the, the sibling scenario, you know, for me growing up, if I didn't do my chores, you know, there was a problem in the house. Like I would have to do my chores for a whole nother week. Like if I forgot to sweep the floor or if I left the silverware in the sink, whereas I had a younger brother who, if he didn't do his chores, you know, everything was fine. He didn't take out the garbage. He didn't do the silverware. You know, everything was fine and dandy. So, you know, I was forced to be accountable, whereas he was not. And it's no shade to him, but that was just, 
you know, that was just the environment that we were conditioned in. You know, some of us were forced to be more accountable than others. And that happens so much in life, right? You know, even as you grow and you meet people and you and you come in contact with people, you know, it starts from home. The conditioning starts from home. So I feel like you can't be accountable without being responsible. And even though there are so many different ways to be responsible and people are, you know, stronger or weaker in different areas of responsibility, I feel like just like the definition, accountability stems from being responsible, having a sense of responsibility. And so um, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit more about that. You know, um, for me... I thought it was like, I thought accountability was like manning up, right? Like, you know, if you're accountable, then you man up to things. And to man up is just to be brave or tough enough to deal with a difficult or unpleasant situation. So I'm thinking like when you're accountable, like you're brave, you're you're tough, you can deal with anything, be it difficult or unpleasant. But, you know, those hold two different weights, And, you know, it wasn't until I really did my research on what accountability means and just looking into it because, you know, we say it. And in my mind, accountability and manning up were the same thing. And, you know, we say it to women like, you know, suck it up, man up. Like, you got this. You can do it. Right? And for me, I I can't say for anyone else personally, but for me, I equated accountability with manning up, just being tough in a situation. Like I got this, putting on your brave face, putting on your strong face and accountability and manning up are two different things. And so I learned, you know, that, um, holding someone accountable is like being able to answer for your actions or your decisions and then again it all stems from like that responsibility aspect right if you aren't responsible then how can you be accountable how can you answer to your actions or your decisions and that's a lot you know so many of us have that like older sibling younger sibling scenario in our lives where you know, we may have never had to be responsible for certain things. So whereas I, you know, learned to pay bills and manage my finances at an early age, I have siblings and friends who didn't learn how to manage their finances until they were in their 20s. So here I am like, you know, I got a paycheck, make sure the phone bill's paid, you know, make sure the water bill, put my money to the side for the water bill. I need a bus pass, you know, I need gas money for, you know, my dad who's giving me a ride, you know, I need money for my phone bill. And I had a sibling who didn't have really any of those responsibilities. Um, from my perspective, things were pretty much handed to that, to that sibling. And, um, I can't really say if they're accountable or responsible, you know? Well, I can, but like not in like a deep way. I know that, um, when I needed that particular sibling, they were always there for me. They helped me to the best of their abilities. So that's always cool. You know, that shows like integrity. That shows character because my my, my brother was, was there for me, you know, kind of when I needed him the most, you know. I moved back home and I was working and I didn't have a babysitter. And he would like take me to work and he would babysit my daughter. And he would like buy me lunch, you know, just, just small things like that. 
And I feel like that just shows the integrity of a person, um, not so much accountability or character and, and no shade to his, you know, to his character or who he is, you know, but it's just, just my experience. And, and this is what I'm talking about in accountability, right? And then we, we dive into relationships because clearly, you know, relationships apply in multiple areas, right? You know, when you're dating someone, it's just like, oh my gosh, and they do this thing, and you're like, hey, you did this thing, and they're like, no, I didn't, and you're like, yes, you did, you did this thing, and they're like, no, I did not, and they're like, yes, you did, you did this thing, and it was weird, and it's like, oh my gosh, I did that, (laughs) you know, and it's just like, hey, just own up to it. You know, and then we let that thing slide and then we let the next thing slide and we and we don't say anything about this, this third thing that they did. And then pretty much it's like, ooh, you know, from that first time you realize that they were not going to be accountable for their actions. So then you never brought up their actions, which is like weird. And so you kind of put yourself at a deficit because it's like, oh my gosh, this person, they're not, they're not accountable for the things that they do. They they aren't responsible, you know, but you kind of like backed yourself in the corner because from the very first time you saw that they were not accountable and you stayed. You saw that they were not responsible and you stayed in that relationship. And this isn't just like, you know, um, you know, relationships with partners. This is like friends, acquaintances, like bosses, like, hey, sir, um, <laughs> you know, you handled this employee wrong. And it was like, no, I didn't. And it was like, yes, you did. That was really rude how you spoke to that individual. It was like, no, I didn't. Well, if it was rude, maybe they're just being sensitive. Maybe they should just. And it's just like, dude, just be accountable. Like, just say you're having a bad day and you took it out on this person. Like, own up to it, you know, and, and nobody wants to own up. You know, even for me, right? I told you guys, like in in the previous in the previous show, that I I dated I was dating someone, you know, when I was like maybe I don't know seventeen, and I cheated on this person, and I broke up, and I just had to be accountable to myself, like, hey, you know, you're a cheater, because regardless of what your intentions were, you cheated on this person, and like I had to be accountable, like, oh my gosh, I cheated on a person, and and I did the thing that I never wanted done to me, right? I had to be accountable for that. I had to own up to that, and I had to be responsible for my actions, but also moving forward, I had to make sure that that was not something that I continued to do. It was not something that I continued to carry on in life. I had to be accountable not only to myself, but to the person that I saw myself as. I had to be responsible to my future self to know that I was not going to be a cheater and in hindsight I can say oh my gosh the journey was this out of the third but I don't remember I don't know if it was hard or if it was easy I don't know if it was difficult or if it was tough or if it was a breeze I know that I did not want to be that person so I had to be responsible for my actions from that day moving forward and I knew that I never wanted to do that again And that was like at, at a, a young age, you know, we're, we're still teenagers, you know, you think you have your whole life in front of you. I, I can be however, but I knew from the moment, you know, not the moment, but from the moment that it, it, it all set in 
that that was not the type of person that I wanted to be. Like, literally, when, when, when I was 17 and I cheated on my boyfriend at the time, I literally, like, broke up with him, like, you know, five minutes after I left the other person's house that I cheated with. You know, like, it was, it was no, like, I walked down the street and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I'm a cheater. I'm this horrible person. And I could have, you know, I could have let that be my reality, right? I could have, I could have let that been become my reality oh my gosh I'm a cheater and I could have just owned it like yeah I'm a cheater and I could have been a cheater and just out here you know any kind of way but when it happened I felt awful and I was just like oh my gosh um this this person that I'm dating they don't even know that I've done this thing and I can keep it a secret and never tell them or I can be responsible you know, and I can be accountable and I can, and I can, you know, (laughs) break up with him. That was the first thing in my head. Break up with him. Like you're a cheater. You can't do this. You know, you don't want to be this type of person. So I broke up with him like immediately. And I remember that day I walked home in the rain. Oh my gosh. I felt so bad. Like I felt like I was the worst person in the entire world. And I knew from that day moving forward that I never wanted to be that person. I didn't want to be that person that's a cheater. I didn't want to be that person that hurt other people's feelings. I didn't want to be that person that broke someone's heart. That was not who I saw myself as. So I had to be responsible enough to do the things necessary to make the change. Now, granted, it was not easy, you know. It was not. I got in future relationships. And you know, it's like whenever you get in a relationship, you know, people are like, when you're when you're single, nobody is checking for you. Nobody wants you when you're single. But as soon as you get in a relationship, everybody's hitting you up. They're seeing you. They want to be with you. They want to hang out with you. And it's like, where was this energy when I was alone? Where was this energy when I did not have anyone? You know, and so those those times did come and I had to decipher and I had to keep account of the type of person, the type of woman that I wanted to be. And at this point, I'm like 19 years old. You know, who do you want to be? Do you want to be a cheater? Do you want to be um, somebody's side piece? Like, who do you want to be? And that was not who I wanted to be. And even like... um I was a, in a situation, you know, a situation ship with this guy for a long time. And, you know, we were like single and like between relationships or whatever the case may be. I call it like the illest side piece ever, right? It lasted so long. Like I did not know this person. It was like straight side piece action, right? And one day I'm like, this is not the life that I want to live. Like, I do not want to be somebody's secret. I do not want to be with the person who I know nothing about this is not the type of life that I want to live. And I had to own up to that and I had to be accountable. And it was like, well, why are you living this way anyway? Like what in your mind made it okay for you to like not commit to this person and to just like, oh, when I break up, I'm going to hit this person up. And then when they break up with someone, they hit me up. Like what in my heart, mind, soul, in spirit made it okay and I had commitment issues I had abandonment issues I had rejection issues but it wasn't up until like my recent journey that I realized that I had all those issues but I had to address those issues and it started with being accountable for the role that I played in those relationships you know what I'm saying well Jazz why did you cheat well I I cheated because 
you know, some of my first relationships, people cheated on me and that was a thing. I'm lying. That's not why I cheated. I'm absolutely lying. I'm a complete liar right now. My bad. That was a lie. And it flowed so smoothly. My bad. That's not why I cheated. Like, the person... I had a crush on this person. And, like, it just... It it happened. And that's not an excuse, right? That doesn't make it okay. I didn't, like date somebody with an intention on cheating on him I didn't say like oh people cheated on me so I'm gonna cheat on this person and I apologize for telling that lie I repent right now because that was bad so my bad God please forgive me um that was really a lie my bad y'all but yeah I I dated people that cheated so it's like it's okay but when I did it it was like this is not the type of person that I want to be and even though I didn't intend to cheat on my boyfriend at the time I did it and I had to be accountable and I had to hold myself responsible for the type of woman that I wanted to be and that was not the type of woman that I wanted to be so I went from like breaking up to breaking up with that person because I was a cheater to getting in a situation where I'm somebody's side piece we don't have any commitments you know what I'm saying because at this point I'm afraid of commitment I cheated on this person that I thought was going to be like oh my gosh the love of my life like I had a crush on this person forever we're finally together and then I cheat so in my mind I'm a cheater I I can't commit to anybody because what if it happens again right that's but that's where it can't like what if it happens again so I went on this thing for like hella year for like so long like I'm not gonna be in a relationship whatever the case may be I'm gonna be single I'm not gonna date anybody we're just gonna whatever whatever right and then after like years after like failed relationships I realized like I don't want to do this you don't want me like that, you know, or when I want you, you don't want me. And when you want me, I don't want you. And when I'm trying to get serious with you, you're not ready. And you were never ready to be serious with me. And it's like, why am I here in this dead end relationship? Like, it's not even a relationship. Like, I don't even know this person. Like, I don't even know what this person's favorite color is. Like, (laughs) I don't know this person why am I here what is wrong with me and so I'm just like uh you know at the time I didn't think of me being accountable or whatever case maybe I didn't think any of those things I knew that that just was that just wasn't what I wanted anymore and I had to separate and you know the person pop they always pop back up they always come back you know they always hey big head oh I was thinking about you you crossed my mind Something reminded me of you. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. And so, like, years later, you know, I'm just like, what made that phase in my life okay? And I'm like, and I had to sit with the Lord and I had to pray. And I'm like coming into myself and learning me and learning that I had rejection issues from my childhood and learning that I had abandonment issues. So it was easy to commit to somebody who didn't who who didn't want to commit just like me, right? Because he had heart issues also. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy to commit to someone who doesn't want to commit to you. 
It's easy because we don't have this is this does not have to be a thing. We can just let it be whatever it's going to be. But then it's like the other person wants more and then the other person doesn't. And then when the other person wants more, the other person doesn't. And it's just like you're in this tug of war. And it's just like who is going to let go of the string? And I let go and I was just like, I'm done. And I walked away. And then I began like my my self-healing process because I didn't know that I had to heal from those things until I just wanted to be a better me. And I began to like heal and, and get right with the Lord and just learn and be. And as I took that journey, I had to be accountable that I personally had issues. I personally had traumas and I had this wall up, which made it okay for me to act that way in my life. But That wasn't who I saw myself as and that wasn't the experience that I wanted in my life. I wanted to be in like a loving relationship. I wanted to like get married and have a family and have kids and all of these things. And I had to do these things, these healing things, right? I had to do these healing things in order to be like, oh my gosh, I was a horrible person. Like I was petty. I was emotionally closed off. Like, I I wasn't there. Like, even though physically I was there and I was a good person, like, emotionally I was literally a brick wall. Like, I can honestly tell you that within the past two to three years, I've come into emotions and allowed myself to have and express emotions outside of anger and frustration. Like, I love, but... I loved what conditions. I loved you um, at a certain distance. I loved you um, circumstantially. You know, if I love you, I love you, but eh, I'm good. Like, I always love you, but you can stay over there. And now I'm in a space where I can love unconditionally. And... No matter who or what you are, I love you as a person, as an individual, right? There are people that I've met once in my life. And like, because conversations have been so awesome and because I'm in a place where I'm continuing to heal, I'm able to tell strangers like, oh my God, I love you. I hope your life is amazing. I hope you have a great day. And the best thing about some of those relationships is they reciprocate that love back. Oh my gosh, I love you too. You're so awesome. There have been times like, I don't know you, but I love you. You're so awesome. Literally my life. <laughs> Literally. But I had to I had to take the the journey of being responsible for who I was, being accountable for my actions, and then taking a journey of healing. And it wasn't easy, no. It was so frustrating. The most annoying thing in the whole wide world is when you're healing and you want to be better and then like old situations pop up and old flames pop up and old friends and old things just continue to pop up. But the thing is, I had to be... I had to... How can I say this? Is it I had to be responsible and hold myself accountable for the person I wanted to be or I had to be accountable for the person that I saw myself as so I had to be responsible for my actions. Hmm. 
I had to be okay with not being okay. <laughs> I had to be okay with my healing process. I had to be okay with my journey. I had to be okay with getting to know myself. I had to be okay with knowing the roles that I played in certain situations. I had to be okay in knowing that when I was like 15, I dated a person who was petty and I was like pettier. Like I had to be okay that that was me. Like we are still working on my petty. (laughs) Not gonna lie. It is a thing. I am working on it. (laughs) Like I am super duper working on it. It is, um, I am better than I was two years ago. And I have to be accountable for the fact that I know who I am. I know the things that I've done. I know that I've hurt people. I know that I've misled people. I know that I've manipulated people. I know that I've taken advantage of people. I am being um, accountable For the times that I did all of those things. But I'm being responsible. (laughs) For my character. My integrity. My self-worth. And how I carry myself moving forward. Or maybe I'm being responsible. That that's who I was. And I'm holding my current self accountable. For the person that I see myself as. I don't know. I'm a little tired. I don't know. It's wordplay. <laughs> but it was a journey, you know? I I had to learn and grow. And that's what life of growth and peace is. You know, I had to grow to a certain place. I had to see it for what it was. And now I have peace about the situation because I've grown from it. You know, people hear life of growth and peace and I don't know what they think. But to me, right? Life of growth and peace is learning from your past mistakes, becoming better, and being at peace moving forward. Being at peace with who you are. Being at peace with the fact that you know who you used to be. You know the things that you used to do. But you know that you are no longer that person. Having peace that surpasses all understanding. And knowing that, hey, I've made mistakes. Hey, I've hurt people. But I'm no longer that person. And I guess in that, you do have to man up and, like, be brave. Because moving forward, you have to be brave because you have to walk by faith. Knowing that people will judge you for your past. Knowing that people know stories of who you used to be. Knowing that people are still holding you to to a past version of yourself. You have to, like, man up and put on that brave face and, like, move forward through those tough situations because you know that is not who you are currently and you know that is, no like, that's not your life. So, I don't know. That's my rant for today, guys. You know, accountability, responsibility, and manning up. Um, so many different areas, so many different facets of it. 
If you guys have any questions, any comments, any concerns, feel free to send me an email at lifeofpeace2020 at gmail.com. I'm getting my life together so my social will like get back up. But if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's at growth and peace. So Instagram at growth and peace. If you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, shoot me an email at lifeofpeace2020 at gmail.com. I'll be happy to answer your questions or whatever. Um, However, I can assist you moving forward, you know, be it prayer or ear or whatever have you. I want to say thank you guys for continuing to dwell with me, continue to listen with me. To, to con- Thank you for continuing to like grow with me and continuing to love me through these phases of my life, through this journey. Um, I want you to know that I appreciate each and every one of you. I'm so thankful that each and every day, each and every week, each and every time that You take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast, to listen to me rant and ramble. You know, I'm hoping that I say some things that ignite you or make you think or to help you grow and help you have peace in areas of your life. Um, That is my hope that when I open my mouth, that the words that are being spoken penetrate your spirit and help you to grow and be better. So again, guys, I want to thank you for dwelling with me today. I want you all to know that I love you and I appreciate you. Again, I'm Coach Ghazi. Some people know me as Jazzy Jazz. This is the Life of Growth and Peace podcast, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye for now.